And top of the morning, Acme Army. It is Saturday. Tomorrow night, we got a game, 7.20 p.m. Central Standard Time. Get ready for Titans coming into town. It's going to be a tough one. Eric and I are going to get into it. Also, appreciate everybody out there liking, sharing, subscribing, passing along to your friends, all of us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Check it. Asking about that time. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah, it is a Christmas edition of the Acme Army Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope everybody had a safe holiday out there. Boy, oh, boy, Eric, we have had one great week here as well. I hope everybody out there has had as good as we have. But first things first, buddy, how you doing up there in the Northwoods? Yeah, just a lovely day after Christmas, relaxing weekend. Uh, had a fabulous, uh, as fabulous as a COVID Christmas can be, uh, <laughs> and uh, just looking forward to some football. Yeah, yeah, we got a little taste last night, didn't we? Uh, to all those fantasy football participants still in there last week. How, how many? Raise your hand if you had Kamara on your team, huh? <laughs> yeah, and just just uh, for those folks out there, be you know, sort of as a preemptive strike. Uh, Eric and Eric are actually playing each other in the playoffs, <laughs> and the. Uh, the special teamers got Alvin Kamara on his team. I'm down 54 <laughs> points. He's had, I got a 4% chance of win, uh, winning, and he's only had one player, Alvin Kamara, play in his 54.6 points. Great, great play there, Chief. Yeah. Well, this is this is exactly, Eric, why you do the pre-draft research <laughs> to all your fantasy drafts out there. That's yeah. why you do it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Christian McCaffrey, for all the help you've provided me this year with the first overall oh, pick. Well, hey, uh, a couple other uh, Merry Christmas shout-outs. We had, uh, we, we, we've had so many great people on here, Eric. We are at episode 44 right now. Who would have thunk a couple weeks ago we'd be this far? But uh, I still got to give a shout-out and a Merry Christmas to uh, Grant Meyer of the Brown Trout and Bridge Beers podcast. Uh, I don't know if you guys understand what it takes to get a podcast going, but uh, people that are already doing podcasts... And uh, can give you the shortcuts and uh, heads ups. Uh, he has done that. So, Grant Meyer, give those guys a follow. It's a great uh, podcast about trout fishing. And if you are a fly fisherman to any extreme, they are the ones to check out. JJ Leahy, my friend, can't wait to do more shows with him. Eric, did you have fun talking to him? I certainly did. Man, Christmas gift all wrapped up. And as long as you're doing podcast uh, shout outs, you should probably include your niece who's been invaluable in uh, some sort of technical aspects to production and such. Yeah, yeah, the broadcaster podcast over there. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The Steiner girls have run into a bit of COVID that has uh, taken over Ohio, and they are a couple episodes down on their broadcast her. But uh, if you guys are looking for a female edge on podcast, please go check her out because it's fantastic. But, uh, you know, we had ARD on, and uh, I, I think that acronym uh, rings true to our fan base here. They know who he is for sure because the downloads uh, tell the story that's uh, pretty significant about that kid. Have we, uh, uh, and of course we love the ARD, uh, but have we heard back from him uh, after the gracious offer uh, to uh, to join Wisconsin Sports Family? <laughs> we have not. We have not. I think uh, I think he might be drawing the line in the sand there, unfortunately. Well, right. hey, but, you know what? He's a good guy either way. You know. Yeah, yeah, he is. We'll have him back on. You the can podcast. take a you can take a horse to water. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd be remiss to say anything if uh, we did not give shout-outs to the, the one and only uh, Peter Jones, Eric. He has come in and given our show a perspective. It's given us an angle, and it's given us a bunch of episodes that really no other Packer podcast is doing out there. So Peter Jones is a, a fantastic addition, giving us the historical edges. 
Yeah, and I, ha I have to say the other word that you got to throw in there is sort of maybe something like legitimacy, um, competence, uh, accuracy. <laughs> he brings those special qualities that are sadly lacking the two of yeah. us. Yeah, but uh, shout out, Peter. Merry Christmas. Hope you, the wife, and the dogs are doing well. And we will see you next week. Next week, uh, we should just give a little preview right now because it's, it's a Saturday show. <clears throat> we missed yesterday's. Sorry for those throat clearings. We'll make that edit uh, first and foremost. That was one of the feedback I got. Clench, but stop clearing your throat on the podcast. Uh, I've had a couple other good feedback, but that was the one that rang true and clear, so I will stop that. But uh, next week, for our former Packer profile with Peter Jones on Wednesday, we are going to be doing no other than, mm, I mean, uh, our favorite defensive back that we've talked about. Uh, thus far, Clearly, and one who was was on the doorstep of some fairly historical uh, a, a historical career, uh, Nick Collins. Yes, G yes. goodness gracious, you know uh, we've had. You know, you think about the the Robert Brooks and the Javon Walkers and all these guys that just appeared on the cusp of greatness. Sterling mm -hmm. Sharp, I think yeah. we got seven years with him, but I mean these guys would have been Hall of Famers had their. Uh, you know, injuries not cut him short. Nick Collins, so goodness gracious, Super Bowl hero. What a great guy. Uh, star out of, as I remember, draft day, Bethune Cookman. <laughs> yes, yes. We had a lot of fun with that college, too, when he came out. Who is this guy? Every year, got better, made plays. So that's exciting. We're going to be doing that profile on Wednesday, so everybody keep your ears open for that show. Hey, buddy, I got a suggestion. <clears throat> What's that? Um, you know, when we were just talking a minute ago about how uh, Peter Jones lends us competence and things like that, I believe we've had to do special podcasts two of the last three weeks uh, because we always forget to make our predictions. What do you say we get that done at the top of the show? That's, you know, probably the, uh, that's, uh, that's probably the idea of the year. Let's go. Let's wrap 2020 up right. We have the Titans coming in this week, Eric. Into Lambeau. Predictions on your end. What are you feeling? I... Am feeling a 34-31 Green Bay Packer win. You know, that's one of those uh, uh, predictions that, again, sometimes you wing them, but that one's a really, a really good prediction because mine was similar. And I'll tell you why mine was similar. Because this could be one of those games that is running up and down the field. And maybe some clock eating, but I'll tell you, 30, I, I don't know, what, what you said, 31, 34? 34 or 31. Yeah, that's a, that's a great score. I'm not that high. I'm going 29, 24 Green Bay Packers. Right. And, and you know, with, uh, with both teams' uh, abilities to eat clock and to sustain long drives, you know, this could be one of those 17, 13 games, too. Yeah, it, it sure who, could. Knows, you know, who, who knows? It sure I just I, I think that the, the offenses are, are so potent that uh, that we're going to put some points up. But should see uh, should be a great game. And let's uh, let's uh, remind all of our friends out there to uh, be rooting for the L.A. Rams mm. in the late afternoon game to uh, to open yes. the door for us to clinch home field throughout on uh, tomorrow night. Yes, that would that. be something special. Yeah, we need that. Well, uh, on the injury front for this game, Eric, on the Green Bay Packers side, really, really simple. 
Jamal Williams is listed as doubtful. We have Jay Sternberger out again with a concussion. Other than Stepaniak, who really isn't going to see any action from a lineman aspect, uh, we're really healthy. We are. Will Redmond with a concussion as well. Oh, I forgot. Um, so, Sorry. Yep. Yep. With a concussion as well. It's it's interesting, you know, whether that that brutal kick to the head that Jay Sternberger took three weeks ago mm-hmm. um, really has uh, has held him back. That's you know, uh, here's to hoping that he's uh, he's doing well this Christmas and uh, got to take your time back. That must have been just a horrendous. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Offensive lineman leg whip kick to the head, accidental. That's football, but goodness gracious, that's a, yeah. Well, that's you don't want to see you don't want to see two concussions on a, a young ascending player. Nope. In a draft pick like we've invested in Jay Sternberger, that's for sure. So, get healthy, big fella. On Tennessee side, listen, they got a cornerback that's out. Uh, there is nobody on that team that we need to talk about from an injury perspective that is going to ring any bells in anybody's heads out there. <clears throat> Defensively. Titans aren't that strong. Offensively is where their strengths lie. And, Eric, I think there's no better place to start than getting into what the offense of the Tennessee Titans has to offer outside of Derrick Henry because we're going we're gonna to focus a little bit on Derrick Henry in its own time. Well, you got Ryan Tannehill, who's out there essentially, I believe. He, he actually may be a little bit higher this year in, in RPO uh, proficiency. And you can imagine that uh, that RPO works really well when you have a, a, a load like Derrick Henry. Um, defenses are going to have to key on it. One, one of the really big questions for me this game is, you know, we, we play the least amount of nickel in the NFL. We play the most amount of dime. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have a guy like him, I, I don't see how we can play virtually any dime at this point. Um, it's got to be nickel. And I'm just wondering, is is tomorrow going to be a time where we let uh, Jair Alexander take on Brown, uh, do a little bit more one-on-one, and actually play some base 3-4 defense? Yeah. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how we do that. I suspect it's going to be a combination of a little bit of base and a lot of nickel, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, well, just to piggyback on that, when we're talking about our base defense, Eric, are we talking about Chris Barnes and Kamal Martin at inside linebackers? Or are we talking about Christian Kirksey, Kamal Martin, Chris well, Barnes? Well, if we're Barnes? talking base, we're talking about all three of them. You know, base is the is four linebackers. And, and yes, and of course, you got the outside. So you got your two. In answering your question, Chris Barnes is going to be on the field no matter what. You're going to, you're going to get a mix of Christian Kirksey and Kamal Martin as the second linebacker in nickel and the second linebacker uh, in base. Uh, Our listed base starters right now are are Barnes and Kirksey. You got Smith and Smith on the outside. You don't have yep. you don't have all of your inside linebackers starting, so I'm a little confused nope. that they're on base. No, no, that that was uh, that was that was misspoken. From uh, nickel, from nickel perspective, they still have Martin and Kirksey listed as the linebackers there. Well, we, as we touched on, Chris Barnes wears the communication helmet. He is now the number one inside linebacker. I think we're going to have all three, not necessarily on the field at the same time, but I think I think you're going to see a mix of Martin and Kirksey opposite Barnes yeah. as opposed to just you know Kirksey and then a mix of Barnes and Martin um, Chris Barnes is the starter now 
I hope so. I um, hope that's what we're going to see. You know, his his pro football focus grade, and, uh, you know, I don't – it's not as great as you would think for the amount of praise we've given uh, – uh, what, what we've given Barnes. He is 79th out of 89 linebackers, pro football focus. Kirksey's 83 out of 89. So, I, you know, we see the difference on the field, but the, I, I find these – Stats again, Eric. Off-season, DVOA, pro football focus. Let's get down to these because our eyes are telling us something that these grades are, aren't telling us. I, what you said, though, before, though, about dime defense. How You don't think we're going to see much dime. Well, when we're in dime, we got Alexander King Sullivan out there. We have Kirksey listed, or if we're going to have Barnes in there at linebacker, that's where we had Redmond. Now, with Redmond out with a concussion, who comes in there? Who do we got filling in Redmond's spot if we go to dime? Well, Vernon Scott has played Redmond's spot in the back of the defense, and he's also been next to the linebacker. He, he has, I don't know if it's an even split, but it's pretty close. Uh, Vernon Scott is a possibility there. You know, dime is just going to be Barnes. When we're in dime, Barnes is going to be the only linebacker on the field. Uh, and speaking of which, did a little uh, uh, look back uh, pre-draft on Chris Barnes. And got to give it up to Cream City Central. Uh, they this just wanted to read you one little quick from them, and this is from January of last year. If Barnes is drafted by the Packers, they will be getting an experienced inside linebacker with the potential to be similar to UCA to other UCLA players listed above. If Blake Martinez isn't resigns, Barnes resigned. Barnes would be an excellent low risk replacement who is just as good in the run and far better in coverage. Chris Barnes would be a guy Green Bay can start one day and feel good about. And that's that's not a bad pickup from January of last year. Yeah. So tip a cap to, to Cream City. Um, Barnes is the real deal. Um, we know that Martin's uh, going to be explosive. It seems as though the cupboard isn't as empty as we thought, and we've yeah. said that. Well, uh, their offense scares me on a couple of uh, levels here. And we talk about A.J. Brown. You talk about you want Jair matched up onto him. Well, on the other side of there is Corey Davis, and he is ranked pretty damn high as well. And not only that, on my fantasy team, putting up points, baby. It's big. So, um, you know, Kevin King, uh, he's going to have his hands full of Corey Davis if we match him up that way, which I think that's the way to do it. I think that's the way to do it. Interesting, interesting aside to that, Josh Jackson, a healthy scratch the last two weeks. Uh, he has been passed on the uh, the depth chart uh, by Kadar Holman. And according to um, Lafleur, that uh, demotion uh, is the result of uh, lack of effort on special teams play or lack of production, better way of saying it, on special teams. And so Holman is now the number four behind Sullivan King and Alexander, which wow. is interesting. We like the guy. Yeah. See what happens this week. I, I, yeah. I'm just thinking we're, we're going to have to, you know, everybody knows that what's coming with Derrick Henry and nobody stopped it. And our middle of the road um, run defense uh, playing nickel and dime is tough. I, I just really wonder if this is going to be the first time Patton shows a bunch of base. Yeah. To try to to try to make Tannehill beat us, I feel a whole lot more comfortable making Tannehill beat us. It it leads to shorter drives. 
it leads to, to, to more possessions for Rodgers. Uh, I just, I, I'm just terrified a little bit of yeah. Henry being able to, to have his way with us. Yeah, well, they got a pretty good line right there. You know, uh, Cuisenberry, Saffold, Jones, Davis, Kelly. They're they're a good line. They've proven that it's not all on Derrick Henry's shoulders. But from our interior defensive, we got Rush. He's going to be available. Kenny Clark, Kiki. It's the interior of our line is not the thing that's scaring me right now because when you see Derrick Henry, Eric, get out on the edge, he eats up people. And it's not just the highlights that he's had. I'm talking about linebackers he's run through that aren't making the highlights. He is a he is a specimen. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if that's the right way to put it. Uh, people are going to say, specimen, you can't talk to somebody about it. Specimen. He is just physically something that you don't run into ever on the football field. And that's what worries me, you know. Well, you Ra- look at Raven Green would have made me feel better if he was still healthy, you know. Right, but still, I, I want, I want the bigger body, and and, and uh, of course, I'll probably be cursed for saying this, but he does a significant amount of damage uh, between the tackles. Um, if we can string him out, I think that's to our advantage. I, I don't know, though. Goodness gracious, you look at his body type, and you think this guy is close. This guy is close to being AJ Dillon. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which. With Jamal Williams out this uh, out this week, yeah. Let's flip uh, it. Let's go to our offense right now. AJ Dillon with a great week of practice is ready to go. Mm. Really wonder if if we're gonna finally, you know, he will be the number two. Finally, gonna get to see a dose of more than one run for eighteen yards like last week. We've talked about. We've <laughs> talked about. We need him for December, and it's the last week of December. Amen, baby. Come on, AJ. He needs to put some uh, big runs on this team. Their defense isn't great, Eric. Their defense isn't great. You remember Jeffrey Simmons, that interior lineman. I think he was Mississippi State coming out of college, towards ACL. Still drafted 18-19 by Tennessee. Loved him. We talked about would you would you would you take a first round pick and invest in the injury and letting him sit? Uh, we thought it was a pretty good idea. And Tennessee did too, because they they drafted him way higher than what we thought he might fall to us. Well, hell, he is putting on a licking on every team he's playing, and that's really all I'm seeing from a shining star on their on their defense. Their cornerbacks are going to get worked if we give them time, and uh, I think that's just the, the, you know, the bottom this, line. This, this really, uh, in a lot of ways, and that's why I, I, I'm a little bit closer on my prediction, this seems to me like uh, really could be a battle of – which team's red zone D shows up, mm. which teams, which team gives up three instead of seven. That I think is going to go a long way towards deciding this game. And I think that's, that's to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And turnovers again, the turnovers that Derek doesn't put the ball on the field very often. Tannehill, I don't know what his interceptions are. I don't know what his line is right now, but uh, he's playing so damn well and he's flying under the radar and just putting an offense together that is running over people i mean they're put up 45 points last week eric we have to have our p's and q's together and mike Petton, rushing all the time isn't the way to go about this is it you know what i i don't know how you game plan uh you got you got uh, as we said earlier you've got henry who's the, you know, fair to say the best running back in the league. 
mm-hmm. most dangerous. I don't know. You yeah. have to, you watch Kamara's six touchdowns last yeah. night, <laughs> you know, and Aaron Jones rushing for 150 yards. There, there's a number of guys, but he's uniquely uh, built for Lambeau Field mm-hmm. in the cold. Yep. He's a tough guy to tackle when it's warm out. When it's yep. cold, it's much harder. And when you have that to play fake off of, Tannehill becomes really, really dangerous. Yeah, um, he does. I, I uh, I'm not smart enough to know how you game plan for this team. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean we've talked work. so much about having to. We're not getting any pressure on him. What happened to Preston Smith? And now you're going, hey Preston, make sure you cover that edge. Make sure you get that edge and push him back inside so we can tackle him. That's what I'm uh, really worried about because we've seen Preston give up too many edges this year. It's going to be significant. You know, and what, what, the other thing that's that's really unfortunate um, in a lot of different ways, but specific to to Derrick Henry is we have a lot of guys that like to hit instead of wrap up. Yeah. And hitting Derrick Henry doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Wrapping up Derrick Henry a lot of times doesn't work, but yeah. you've got a better shot. Uh, that's a that's a tough man to bring down. <sighs> this is where this is where Eric uh, I'm my player of the game is I, ju- I should just say I'm right now because everybody out there you know, hit me up on Twitter, uh, email acmearmypodcast at gmail, and tell me how stupid I am, but Kamal Martin is uh, going to be my defensive player of the game. I think this is where we're talking about him coming in with reckless abandon, everything else. We saw the speed and the closing speed he has. This is where he can shine. And if he can wrap up, then we can have those other cornerbacks throw a shoulder in, you know, and put a little extra licking on him because it's going to be needed. But, uh, I mean, the guy falls forward for seven yards, to be honest. Yep. Um, yeah, and that that's a great call because you know at at it, it requires a gang. This this mm. is a gang tackle gang if there ever was one. Yeah, and and having Martin with the ability to get there, and if mm-hmm. he can't get him down, to yeah. at least delay him. Yeah, until the rest of the troops show up. And so yeah. I think that that's a great call. Um, yeah. I'd love to see it. I, I hope it works out that way. For yeah, sure. yeah. I would like to see on the snap counts, Kirksey under twenty snaps this game. Let's see if that happens. Knocking on wood, baby. Um, let's move on to the one area of this game we have not talked about and haven't even factored in. My boy, J.K. Scott. How are our special teams going to do this game? Yo, Acme Army fam, want to take a second here to let you know Tulip Tree Gardens, CO.com, still has great deals going all holiday season. Check them out. TulipTreeGardenCO.com, all your CBD and hemp products and all your unique boutique gifts in one place. TulipTreeGardenCO.com. Check it. Well, you know, you've got to tone everything back. It's going to be the coldest game so far at Lambeau. Not, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a normal Christmas, late December game, mm-hmm. which means your punts are five to seven yards shorter. Your field goal range gets cut back. You know, that, that last kick from, from Mason Crosby last week would have been good from another five. But mm-hmm. uh, once, once uh, it was, that was 30 degrees, too. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think that you're looking at a max of around 50 yards, and that's a long one now yeah. instead of uh, something you feel much better about. Yeah. Uh, I, the one thing that's, I guess, sort of nice about shorter punts is if you can elevate them a little bit, it does give your coverage teams a little bit better time to be down uh, and in place, and on the uh, the, uh, the the last part, uh, kickoff and kickoff return, uh, I, I wonder I wonder if we're going to see a lot of opportunities uh, for kickoff returns, mm-hmm. whether that's forced or whether it's organic. Um, you start shortening the field, shorten the kickoffs when the weather gets cold. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see how how uh, 
that gets played. Yeah. Well, uh, we didn't mention Tavon Austin from an offensive perspective, but I wanted to mention him from a special teams perspective because this is the kind of game where it's a, it, it's it's a step the wrong way and you're slipping on your ass, you know. And these are the the kind of conditions where big plays on special teams happen. And I think right now we're finally lined up for potentially a big play on special teams. And I hope Tavon Austin gets some more looks on offense. We, you know what? When you when when the stats came out, we talked about motion and everything. They're 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 still they're motioning often. They're they're. They're just not Tyler Irving motions, right? That we're we're looking for that are more drastic. Tavon Austin can can offer that. He had in that one series two games ago. He was in you know t- two touches uh, on one drive. Then he wasn't around. Hopefully this game we get to see a little bit more. But I think from a special teams perspective, man, this could be the game where Tavon Austin really cashes in on that signing that we uh, we gave him. So. Uh, yes, I think he's he's dangerous uh, both from the return perspective, as well as the little wrinkles that he's now had weeks to absorb on the offense. Be uh, another another great guy to watch. And you know, when the field gets slippery, you get these these Darren Sproles kind of guys uh, that can uh, that can bust stuff wide open. Um, he uh, he's a very exciting player. I can't wait to see uh, see him tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an eight twenty five p.m. game, Eric, and I'll tell you this right now. The new puppy, uh, everybody thanks, uh, shout-outs to you guys for uh, liking and uh, giving us feedback on the new addition to the family, the Acme Army. Lacey, she is a girl, white lab that we got, and she has been tearing up this house for the last four days, Eric. She doesn't sleep much at night, and um, my wife is uh, one of those that doesn't like to hear the whimpering in the cage, so she brings the dog up on the bed. And when dogs of uh, that size come on your bed, what they do is they whimper, and then all of a sudden they attack your toe, and then all of a sudden they attack your hand, and then they're sleeping on your face. And it's uh, it's been that kind of week, and I'm a little tired, and an 825 game um, really kind of messes me up a little bit because, I, I mean... I'm going to need to get the Red Bull out, <laughs> maybe drink a little Tito's to keep going, but uh, 8.25 p.m., Sunday night game. Uh, we get. Are more... you... I was going to say, are you sleeping with a shower curtain over your duvet? Oh, gosh, man, oh, man. <laughs> well, here's the good thing. Puppies, uh, puppies, you know, when they have other dogs in the house, we have two other dogs, 225-pound uh, labs, and uh, when they all go out, she goes out. She gets it. She's already gotten it. Now, that's not to mention she just dropped a deuce on the carpet up there, but uh, that was because she just woke up from a nap. So, yeah, keep that routine. Get her out. But I have uh, that same problem with my brother, for Christ's sake. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. But uh, everybody, I uh, hope you're out there and you're getting your cook on this week, too. I did not give a big shout-out, but I have to give one last final shout-out, Eric, because it's this Christmas edition. But we have one guy that's part of the Acme Army that has uh, been out uh, sick a little bit as well, and he is going to be a contributor in the future. Make no mistake, but Chef Benny, we love you, and uh, get better out there. Merry Christmas, and we got some recipes, man. The kid's a banger, so uh, we are going to be including him as soon as he gets back on his feet. And with that, Eric, I think we're getting ready for this game like – like true Americans, you know, what do you say? Uh, well, first I, I want to touch back and uh, touch back and, and then uh, uh, wish the best to uh, chef Benny, our dear friend. Uh, and I've actually got an idea that I'm willing to share with the, uh, with the, the general audience. All right. And that is, 
we know that he's a banger when he's cooking. And I'm thinking perhaps we should sort of get a preview, you know, some kind of a, some kind of a special delivery each week uh, <laughs> as, as the segment so that we can just check to see that they're up to, to, to Acme Army standards. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know they will be, and it's just, a, you know, it's a way to get a free lunch once a week. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, Benny, my address, uh, yeah. Philadelphia. <laughs> You're gonna have to pack that baby. Oh, nice. Um, I'm excited. Oh, your address, I have it. I have it right here, Eric. It's <laughs> North. <laughs> um, excited uh, though. It's been a great week here. We've had a great year so far, Eric. We're episode 44. Thanks to you. Thanks to uh, everybody out there listening. It's been a lot of fun. That's amazing. I have the easy part. Uh, all of the technical stuff is done by uh, by you. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, your your time investment is significantly, at least in terms of production, a whole lot more than me. And I certainly appreciate your efforts. Couldn't yeah. do it without you. Yes. Well, it's going to be fun because uh, the next week we have the review coming up on Monday. We'll be back on our regular schedule Wednesday. We will have Peter Jones, and we're going to be going over Nick Collins again, and also. Friday, we'll be getting ready for the next game. And, Eric, gosh, it's going to be an important one against those Bears, right? Well, let's hope it's not. Uh, if we get some help from the Rams and take care of business, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's always Packer-Bears, and, of course, it matters. It's, you know, it's the two big games of the year, Packer-Bears, if you're a Packer fan. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, of course it matters. And that's yeah. why I, was, I joked last in the last uh, – the last podcast that you know if we do uh, lock up the number one seed tomorrow night or, or, or are we going to see some tim boyle and it's like aaron <laughs> Rodgers would would cut his achilles to keep that from happening um, aaron Rodgers is a bear killer and he's going hunting yeah yeah absolutely and, and i got one last little thing that i need to get out of my uh get out of my head get because it, off it makes chest, me man. yeah it makes me sick um because <laughs> It's it's something that I'm forced to admit, and and unfortunately, it's gonna it's gonna be a problem that we share for a really long time. But uh, upon a, a closer inspection for the second or third time this year, I think Justin Jefferson is maybe the most exciting young wide receiver to come into the NFL in a long time. This mm. guy is ridiculous. Mm. He is ridiculous, and he's going to be a problem. Mm. This is great. This is, so you yeah. wanted to finish a Packer podcast talking about a Gotta Viking get the wide out, receiver. Got <laughs> to get the poison out, dude. It's you. Christmas. How, it's Christmas. Th- th- you know what? The, but honestly – let's just rest on the fact if it's true or not, but let's just make this our truth. You know, (laughs) Goody was going up to get him. That was going to change everything. Listen, his dance off the line. It's Devante esque. He's got some shake and bake, man, for sure. Yep. Great hands, but uh, boo Vikings. Uh, Chris Lyles yeah, talking to you, buddy. <laughs> um, hey guys, thank you very much for listening to us here. And for a Christmas present, everybody out there, if you guys wanted to go out there and give us a five-star rating on iTunes and maybe drop a review, help at Logarithm pick us up a little more and put us on the radar for more Packer podcast spectators out there, it would be greatly appreciated. We appreciate you listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, everywhere that you can find a podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube. Some clips are going up. Appreciate you guys following us. And, hey, prediction time. We did it. 29-24, 34-31. Go Pack Go, Eric. What do you got? 
I got one last little nugget, uh, and that is uh, we got a little shout out to our Badgers in Madison who uh, went on the road to the Breslin Center for uh, the mm-hmm. first time in 14 years, came out victorious against mm-hmm. the uh, storied Michigan State program. So, uh, attaboy, Bucky. Yeah, and, buddy. And uh, everybody, hope you had a great Christmas. Looking forward to some wonderful football today and tomorrow oh. and a big primetime game. Green Bay, one of only two teams, fifth. They have five appearances in primetime, undefeated. Let's hope that that, uh, that stat uh, continues this year. Uh, everybody have a great rest of your weekend. And go back, go.